0: Hello there and welcome to The Writing Apothecary, a podcast with tips, tricks, hacks and information about all things writing. I'm your host Mandy Contos and together with some awesome guests we'll uncover the weird, wonderful and sometimes unpredictable world of writing. So grab your notebook, grab a pen or a tablet or maybe even just listen and let's get started. Hey there, Riderly Fam, and welcome back to our last lesson on dialogue before our guest. I can't wait for you guys to hear the juicy chat we have. Today we're looking at bad dialogue and character, because with the good we also need to know what the bad is so that we can see what we're doing wrong and how to better fix it. I'd like to think that we all agree on how good dialogue is and what its purpose can be. You can use dialogue to make a story more lifelike, and really it's the part that allows your characters to speak for themselves. In real life, you can't really get to know someone unless you talk to them, and it's the same principle for fiction. Your readers will decide if they like your character just by what they say, and then they will make the assumption of whether or not they want to actually spend time with them. We all speak differently, and I'm a huge fan of working on characters' dialogue to ensure that each character is unique and can stand on their own. There is a need to make sure that all of your characters are unique and that their speech will mirror their uniqueness. I know that it's something that I work on heavily and make sure each of my characters' dialogue as well as their voices are completely different. Look at ways to give your characters different distinctions when it comes to their speech. You could have a character who is monosyllabic like Oz from Buffy or a character who speaks in never-ending segments that go on and on and on for days or even a character who rambles and speaks really fast. These are all examples of what you could be getting out of your character's mouths. It's important to also look at the way subtext works for your character. Because we are great at talking, but we always have trouble communicating. And why should our novels be any different? People often say things that they don't mean, or the opposite of what we mean, and they don't listen. They mishear, don't answer, or remain silent. Capitalizing on miscommunication is a huge strength in fiction because it makes it more true to life. Misunderstandings can also add tension to the dialogue exchange which is definitely a great tool to use because it keeps your reader interested. Along with the good there is the bad. Such is life. So what classifies as bad dialogue? I feel like it makes the character seem like a puppet and that they're just things and creations that us writers have made and that's kind of it. And they are our creations, but the reader needs to see them be lifelike. Bad dialogue can also expose your writerly voice in the piece. When a reader can see the mechanisms behind the writing, the entire illusion of the story is lost. A part of this is using the right dialogue but it's also using words that would make sense to your character to use. You can't really use words that are out of character for that character. And it makes it look like you're trying too hard. And that's not what you want your readers to actually see. I really love using the word discombobulated in my day-to-day life, but my character Lucy would never use that word. It's not even something that I think I would even try to get in there because it's just not in her vocabulary. And she is a writer, but it just wouldn't fit with her. Hey guys, did you know that as well as a writer and a podcaster, I'm also a writing mindset coach. I work with clients to help empower them to bust through their excuses and write, to allow them to own their own power, because writing is such a transformational type of self-care. I have two ways you can work with me. The first is through my program by the same name, The Writing Apothecary. Here I have four offers, one, three, six and 12 month coaching options. This is where we get down and dirty with your writing and we explore what you need. Each of the tiers are tailor made to you and exactly what you are after. No coaching session is the same. Each of their tiers are limited in their numbers as I give my all to my clients and I want to make sure that it's consistent and you get all of my dedication and attention in these sessions you also have access to editing and soundboarding and lots of additional support that isn't just our sessions that we meet up every fortnight the other way to work with me is through a manuscript appraisal where i blend feedback with editing to give you a full-rounded package to look at your novel objectively it's based off the amount of words your manuscript has and can be a precursor to actually working with me. For all Writing Apothecary listeners, I'm giving away an introductory 10% off your first booking with me. Head over to my website, dreamingfullyawake.com forward slash work with me and book in a session with me. Or hit me up on my socials at Mandy Cont, which is M-A-N-D-I-K-O-N-T, and I can go ahead and slot you in. It's also important to know that i do have payment plans if it's needed and it's a case-by-case situation i really hope that you don't mind me interrupting your listening because this is something that i'm really passionate about and i hope to hear from you soon until then keep on writing guys Together with words your character wouldn't say, there's also the risk of being a bit preachy when it comes to your character's dialogue. Be careful with what values you are giving your characters. If it doesn't fit with the story, don't add it. Don't use your characters as a platform for your own thoughts. You don't want your readers to feel like they are being manipulated or that they're even bored because they're just reading something that you're trying to preach at them. And lastly, these are classified as bad dialogue and I think that when they're done sparingly, they can really work. But profanity is so much more vulgar and alarming when it's written versus spoken. It'll stick out more, so I would definitely use that sparingly. And if you don't think that's true, think back to the last time that you actually swore. I know I tend to do it quite a lot, and it is... <laughs> I do it more than I should, but I think it's because I was raised to never swear. And then I was like, hey, I'm an adult, I can swear What? I want, however I want. So the four letter F word is my favorite word to say. I try really hard to keep it at bay but sometimes it just doesn't happen. But seeing it on the page does make it a little bit more harder to kind of digest because you start to pick up on it. You start to notice that if it's out of character for a character to swear They will definitely pop out every time you start reading. But that essentially is dialogue all done. And it's really, really important as we've kind of gone over because it's essentially the way that your readers get to know your characters a little bit more. So tell me what you think about dialogue. I'd love to know what you classify as good and bad dialogue. Next week's guest is amazing. She's just released her debut novel and it's a goodie. I actually just finished it. It's mint. And as for our next topic, say hello to genre. And I'm so excited to get into this. But until next week with our guest, keep on writing, guys. Bye thanks for listening to the writing apothecary podcast to find show notes and more information head over to my website which is just dreamingfullyawake.com slash podcast where you'll find show notes resources worksheets and more info about the podcast You can also follow us on Instagram by just searching at The Writing Apothecary. I'd also love it if you guys took the time to leave a review or even rate it um, just on your platform. It'll help other creatives and writers find our community and help them get their writing practice and their creativity back on track.